Welcome to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for being with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in Matthew chapter 16, looking at the life of Jesus up to this point. Let me just catch you up if you haven't listened to some of the other episodes. Jesus has been healing by the thousands. Every manner of illness and sickness and deformity, man, Jesus has been healing. Jesus has been challenging the philosophical and theological establishment as well. He's been saying things that push them to the very limit of their patience and understanding. Matter of fact, they have gotten so mad at him just a few episodes ago, we found out that they were even early on in his ministry starting to plot on how to get rid of him. So now he comes to a place where he challenges their understanding and being able to even discern spiritual realities. And here's how he does it, which is pretty offensive, by the way, to religious people. If you challenge them, hey, you may not know how to discover spiritual realities. So here's what he says. Now, when the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to him to test him, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, when it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, For the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret, listen to this, the signs of the times. You're really smart in one area and not developed in the other. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to them except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. Now, there's a couple of things that pop out here. First of all, the little phrase Jesus used or the little analogy Jesus used where he said, when it is evening, you say it'll be fair weather for the sky's red. If you're a sailor, if you know a sailor, know anybody who's been in the Navy, then they're going to know this. Red skies at night, sailors delight. Red skies in the morning, sailors take warning. <laughs> now, if you know anybody in the Navy, you say that to them, they'll know what that means because that's a visual way to interpret in a general sense how the seas are going to be, and it's going to indicate that there's not any storms coming. And so Jesus is saying, look, you guys know more about getting in a boat and going out to sea than you do about discerning spiritual times. But here's the catch. They were the religious leaders. They were the ones that were supposed to have all the smarts. I mean, when you had a Bible answer, these are the guys you're supposed to go to. I mean, these were the ones doing Bible studies every Friday night. (laughs) I mean, these were the ones who spent years in school, like I did, trying to figure out what the Bible says and understanding how to apply it. But Jesus comes in and says, I'm going to make it really clear to you. You know more about maritime realities and the signs on the sea than you do about spiritual signs. And oh, by the way, the spiritual signs are most important. Now, why does he say this? He goes on and says, it is an evil and adulterous generation that seek for a sign. In other words, Jesus is saying, I am right here in front of you. I am the son of God. I have demonstrated that now through multiple healings, multiple situations, things that you never have seen before in your life. I've done. I just fed 5,000 people with just a few loaves and a few fish. I have given you every sign that you need, but you still don't believe. Is that you? Has God showed you time and time again great things? Has he been kind and gracious to you way beyond what, what honestly you and I would deserve? And yet, are you still turning your back saying, I need more? I need more. 
I need another sign. Just God, just get me out of this mess. Just get me this job. Just get me this person. Just get me this car. Just help me move to Florida. <laughs> I understand that I live in Florida, best place in the world to live. But but are you still just throwing things out there to the Lord? And and and, and maybe the Lord's saying to you, I have given you enough. I have given you my son. And and in the book, in the Bible, there are 300 specific prophecies concerning my son. I have given you an address to follow if you care to follow it. Then he goes on and he says this. He says, you're an evil and adulterous generation, but catch this. He says, I'm going to give you one more sign. It's going to be this. It's going to be the sign of Jonah. Well, what's the sign of Jonah? Jonah spent three days in the belly of a fish. He was spit up and then he went and preached repentance to Nineveh, and Nineveh was converted. Jesus is given a picture here. I'm going to spend three days in the grave, but after the third day, the grave can't hold me because I'm I'm all God and all man. So I'm coming out. And when I come out, I'm going to declare my resurrection in such a way that no one can deny it if they really want to see it. So the question today is, do you really want to see Jesus in his resurrection? You can, and you can do it by faith. Just pray this with me. Lord, it's me. Thank you for letting me pray. Jesus, make yourself real to me today. I don't want another sign. I don't I don't need another carnival. I don't need any of that stuff. I just want to know you by faith alone. Change my life from the inside out. I surrender my life to you. I give myself to you. Holy Spirit, fill me and control me now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer or something like that, the Bible says you've been born again. Listen, we love you, we care about you, and we're going to talk to you again next time.